Patch him. Patch him. <laughs> what the world needs now is patch him, sweet patch him. <laughs> oh, are we on? It's... What is it? Where is it? Who is it? It's 8.52 a.m. Saturday, December 29th, 2018. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Yes, episode uh, 276, I believe. Of course, I can't be sure. The pillow's not quite right, Diane. It seems... It's not my fault. Yeah, it is. No. Yeah. Well, here we are. We just had some coffee cake. It was good. Bill wants to do the show before the before sugar the sugar buzz wears off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't have much sugar we anymore. We don't so. do that much anymore. So you definitely notice the hey. I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. It's time we can do a show. <laughs> not that ah, ham and eggs. You know, not that we'd be comatose if we hadn't had coffee cake. Not at all. Not at all. We still have. Some modicum of vitality left within us. Native vitality. Yes. Of course, the coffee helps also. Yes. It's been a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine, as per usual. Over to you, Diane. I'm going to drink my coffee. It has been a hectic week. It's been a very interesting week time-wise because we had Christmas and days off and days at work. And I was totally flummoxed by the whole thing. Pretty discombobulated as to what day of the week it is. Because I was at work on Monday and off on Tuesday and Wednesday and then back to work on Thursday and Friday and then it makes you feel like you're in the middle of a week, but no, you're not. Hey, 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 hey. So since last Saturday... Yes. We had a lovely Christmas. We had a lovely Christmas... But be, even before Christmas, oh, we had. Even before Christmas, um, we had. Alice, Alice stayed overnight Alice with us. Alice stayed over. Yeah. And we went to see the return of <coughs> Mary, Mary Poppins. Pop, Mary Poppins Returns, yes. Mary Poppins Returns. So that would have been last Sunday? I think it was last Sunday, yeah. Yeah. And it was very good. We enjoyed it immensely. I thought it. I thought it captured the, uh, the kind of the, the I don't know the tone of the, of the first Mary Poppins, and yet, you know, extended it. I thought, I thought it was a well done sequel. I've written, uh, I've read some interesting reviews about it that were saying, oh, they just felt like they were just using the blueprint of the first and not doing anything new, but mm-hmm. in fact. They were all based on stories in the... In the book. In the book. Right. Mary Poppins Returns. Right. And I just thought it was lovely. Yeah. I had tears running down my cheeks. God. Very gently. It wasn't yes. like I was weeping. But it was like throughout the whole freaking movie. It yeah. Was like, you know, yeah. It was like, I couldn't believe it. But I think Such it was, a memory of I had this childhood. realization that I have, for the last almost 30 years, I have thought of Mary Poppins... In terms of how when my, how my children reacted to it, forgetting completely that you know I was like six years old when it first came out, and that was probably the first movie I'd ever seen. Back when I 
was a child. Back in the dim and distant past. Well, Mary Poppins for me was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. But then when I was an adult, I really became enamored of the writing of P.L. Travers. I discovered her through Parabola magazine, and I just was totally fascinated by her. So she, her writing and her thoughts have resonated with me for quite a while. But my brother gave me this wonderful book, which I think I've mentioned before on the show. Yeah, but it's been a while. Yeah, called Pipers at the Gates of Dawn, which was... uh, a group of interviews with children's literature authors, uh, and the interviewer was Jonathan Cott. He was an amazing interviewer. He no longer does it, I don't think, but he was originally at Rolling Stone magazine, and then he took off and wrote off a lot of books with mm-hmm. interviews that were just phenomenal. And the Pipers at the Gates of Dawn is actually one of my treasured possessions in the library because it no longer is issued. You have to kind of hunt for it now. Uh But P.L. Travers was one of my favorite interviews in that book. So it's interesting how a children's book can lead you to the author and... Uh, and that you can enjoy their adult thoughts and essays as well. So, right, right. anyway, right. just a little diversion off of that, uh, off of the movie, but. Right. So, and we had a lovely Christmas now at, uh, at, at my mom's house in Tacoma. We had uh, my mom and my sister and my sister's two boys and my two kids and Diane and me. And it was great. It was lots of fun. Yeah, we had lots of fun. It was warm and generous and groovy and, you know. Good I, turkey dinner. Everybody seemed very happy. It was good. It was good. So it's been a good week. A good holiday week. And I had a show last night and that was fun. It was very fun. Yeah. Unexpectedly so because we didn't expect many people to come out. Yeah. Because of the holiday and there was other other good music happening in the neighborhood that night and stuff like that. Yeah, Jim Page and Orville Johnson were playing. Up at the Cooth, yeah. So. But, you know, Grumpy Dan did say that he would call in a a bomb threat to the Cooth buzzers right before. (laughs) Well, is that what he was talking about? I'm going to call in a bomb threat over the Cooth buzzer. Don't let everybody they can come over here when it's safe. (laughs) I don't think he actually did that, though. You don't think so? No. No. He's, He's not that grumpy. He's a, he's a sweet man. So yeah, it was fun. Had a, a, a stellar group of friends there last night. It was so played. Well. I thought it went well, and I had had this idea of using my little my little uh, one man amplifier thing instead of the house PA system, and I think that was a good idea. It was a good idea. I think it kind of changed the vibe, made it a little more of an intimate vibe, or something. And so I'm looking forward to spending most of today uh, in a coma and not really doing much of anything. What are you going to do? Are you going to do much of something? I don't know if I'm going to do much of something. I see. We'll have to see. Yeah. 
Because tomorrow we have appointments, right? Yes. Yeah. Today we don't have appointments. So there you go. Is that it? Pardon me, I'm gonna have another drink of coffee. Well, it could be. I don't know. Well, you tell me. <laughs> you boy. You're the one with all the stories to tell. That's good coffee. I'm the one with all the stories. You're the one with all the stories. I just kind of sit here and add, you know, color. I'm the color commentator. <laughs> <clears throat> you provide the play-by-play. I just chime in with something semi-witty or semi-incoherent at an opportune moment and reap the laughter and then move on to the next target of opportunity. <laughs> you reap the laughter? What do you do with the laughter after you I reap it? I got it saved up, man. I got bags of this stuff. <laughs> I'm hoarding it. Are you going to unleash it on the world someday? I'm and... saving it for use by me later on. <laughs> but I need it. I need some bonus laughter. I can just dip in and, you know. That's my plan. Yeah, I don't know that there's much else. I mean, it's, you know, it, the holidays, I don't know, they, they leave me kind of speechless a lot, you know, just because it's, it's a time to absorb a lot of stuff and not necessarily put a lot back, you know, or something, I don't know. So, <laughs> I think that's really all that's left is Dona Nobis Pace. Exactly. Dona Nobis Pace. We had talked last week about uh, listening to Cat and John's wonderful right. radio program, The Rolling Wave, and one of the, the pieces that they had on there, there was uh, Wexford Carol sung by Alison Krauss, that was from this particular album. Ah, and now I... Songs of... Songs of Joy, Joy and, and Peace. Peace. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> which was Yo-Yo Ma and Friends. And uh, so I was listening to the album just because of their radio show. Yeah. And there are various variations on the theme of Dona Nobis Pachem. Yeah. And... I thought they were just so lovely, and I would encourage people to uh, explore the different improvisations on the theme. But I also thought, what a lovely melody! I've always thought that was beautiful, and I Who thought, wrote that? Oh, you would ask. Oh, that. I'm sorry. I thought they. Uh, I do not know. She does not know, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm going to look it up. She's going to look it up. The origin of the melody is unknown. Oh. Most hymnals listed as traditional. Wow. Wow, I wow. like that even better. That's mysterious. That's very cool. I, I like, like that. it that nobody knows who nobody wrote it. Nobody knows. It just was from the earth. So we've got a couple of variations. We're going to play one with Yo-Yo and Yo-Yo, and one with Yo-Yo and uh, Chris Bodie. Right. Cool. And that one has Old Lang Syne threaded in to uh, it. That's sweet. So happy new year to everybody. We'll talk to you next year. We'll probably be more energetic. We'll, <laughs> we'll try and time the sugar buzz a little better next time. Have a splendid celebration. Yeah.